truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. Your tuning into the constitutionalist with Nadi the dog. Don't be political property. Be free. Hello, hello everyone. Uh, sound check. For some reason, that didn't sound very loud to me. I don't know if you guys heard the intro or not. Did y'all hear it? Shaka, did you hear it? Yeah, you sound uh, you sound really uh, <laughs> Lou Dobbs over there. Like you sound real crisp. <laughs> uh, thank you, you guys. We can thank Charlie for that. I appreciate you. Yep. Okay, you guys heard the intro. I'm getting. I'm gonna get used to this, but I really appreciate that. Um, so. Tonight, you guys, I did change the subject because we've had a lot of things going on this week. Um, we're talking about groomers and gun grabbers today. Um, so the House did pass an unconstitutional gun bill in response to them, in my opinion, killing us. Um, so it's next. And the next piece is don't drag kids into drag uh, groomers. So. Shaka, it's been a while. How are you doing real quick before we get into some things? Um, I think it's only fair that I ask you how you've been first. How how everything been with you? Pretty good actually. I was really excited when the equipment came in and I I was like, let me take my time setting it up so I don't get frustrated because I'm not really a tech person. Um, but they set the instructions pretty step by step. So I felt like proud of myself because I was able to do it very easily. <laughs> and um, and it was just, uh, I don't know, it was really exciting. And honestly, I'm really happy that we can come back on calling. We can hear each other clearly and have some dialogue. So I think that this is going to be a big game changer. So I'm good. Well, Lassa, you sound excited, so I'm happy. Um, everything's good my way. Um, I'm pretty sure we're. Um, you know, eye to eye with what we're watching as far as them with the political um, aspect of everything. So um, my life is good. But, you know, when it comes to politics, I know things that's in politics that's going to affect us. So, yeah, um, it's definitely time to um, talk about things and, and basically get on a, you know, try to put the message out to get on the right playing field. Exactly. And do you ever dream about this stuff? Because I feel like I dream about it almost every night. 
and I try to like, <laughs> I try to watch anime or something, get my mind off of it, and I wake up and I'm like, really? I really just dreamed about that. There was no break. Yeah, it, it's we dream about it because we're constantly, you know, reading things and. Um, sometimes we fall asleep and the last thing we read was, you know, something that was uh, political. So, yeah, I definitely have dreams about it. Like to say, um, to say no, I'll be lying. So, no, <laughs> I think a lot of people <laughs> probably do. Yeah, I, I'm saying the same thing. But, uh, hey, John, thank you. He said it sounds really good. Okay, so the next piece I wanted to cover is I like Kitty a lot. She tells us to keep our guns, and she explains why. And she warns us why we need to keep our guns. So what I'm going to do is play her again as a friendly reminder since it's the very beginning of the episode. Um, I also want to start um, saying some quotes after the episodes that make sense for the discussion. Um, the Declaration of Independence was the promise. The Constitution was the fulfillment. Warren Berger, I've actually never heard of this quote before until recently so i like when i discover new things and share them maybe someone else hasn't heard it but i heard it i saw it i'm like i really like this quote this makes sense and um have you heard it before shaka nah you about to um, wow me over with it i'm pretty sure oh no it's the declaration of independence was the promise the constitution was the fulfillment by warren Berger. that's the quote all right, say that again. One more time, one more time. <laughs> the Declaration of Independence was the promise. The Constitution was the fulfillment. Warren Berger. Gotcha. I liked it. It makes uh, it makes sense. Let me go ahead and play Kitty for you guys. I hope y'all don't hear her. No, you don't. One second. Man, this mic is so good. I could hear footsteps without them. With the headphones on, I could hear footsteps. If I did not have them on, I would have heard someone walking. It's crazy. Picks up everything. I need to find something to insulate the sound. But here we go. Here's Kitty. We also had gun control. The government said that and we had hunting accidents, people accidentally shooting each other, and we had criminals again, murderers. The only way that they could track the murderer was by the uh, serial number of the gun. So bring us your gun to the police station and we can register the serial number and we can track the criminal. And we thought it was a good idea. So, gladly we did that. Not long afterwards, they said no, it did not help. We could not track all the criminals. The best way to have no more crimes and no more people getting hurt, bring your guns to the police station and we already know who had guns because we registered our guns. Keep your guns and buy more guns as and stack up on, on your 
you've heard it before i've played it a lot um i think i have to keep playing this over and over again because it sounds like exactly what they're doing now where the government says there's a problem and then they sell a solution that's not really necessarily a solution i um i i don't know i think it's funny how they'll name these things particular ways these bills like protect your children bill and it, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what that bill is and so when someone votes against it it's like oh you just voted against this, kind of how they did the baby formula. Um, it just seems to be a pattern. <laughs> these bills yeah, are titled with these pretty names. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and, and that's what, um, you know, they've been doing for probably, I noticed the spike of it probably in the last eight years, probably like eight to eight to 10 years, they've been getting real tricky with it. Um, they used to give us bills that was just a bill. Okay, it's a bill. It's a flat out. It's it's cookie cut. You know what it is, and we either vote yay or nay. Mm-hmm. Now they give us these bills that that's fluffed into you know some things that we don't even have nothing to you know. It's like electric, elect, uh, you know, keep the electric down bill, and the keep the electric uh, down bill got a you know got a gun a, a gun clause in it. It's like what do that have? Why are the the two things tied together? <laughs> Like it makes no sense. So right. you know they, they just got real tricky with it, and and that should let anybody know, no matter what party you belong to, that your government is trying to play you. Um, it doesn't matter, Dem- Democrat or Republican. Give us our bills where our bills was the bill that you that they proposed. Uh, let's vote on that, yay or nay, and then go from there. Don't try to trick me with a budget, you know, with America's um, employ- employment budget. And then you got all this fluff in there or what they call pork or meat or whatever fat um, mm-hmm. you know, up in the bill. So that's what they've been slick by doing that. Yep. They're, just, they're there to deceive people because they believe that most Americans, which in most cases, not until recently, I wasn't reading them like that. Um, so most people won't read it. So they look at the title and then the media will take it and be like, I can't believe these people didn't vote for this. This bill is supposed to protect kids. Look at the title of it. But they don't go through the bill and explain the different pieces. They don't go on and explain why certain people wouldn't sign the bill. But next thing I want to discuss here is... um the fact that certain people who are in office had things to say on the floor. Now, you guys, we, we, 
These people have gotten so comfortable with openly violating their oaths. That should be really concerning that people are up there telling you guys to screw your constitutional rights. Be, it, this is about the children, they say. So 5 USC 7311 clearly specifies it's a criminal violation for any member of Congress to advocate the overthrow of our constitutional form of government. The definition of advocate is to defend by argument before a tribunal or the public support or recommend uh, or recommend publicly. So these people are literally, they think that we're stupid. They don't care. They think that they are above the law. They will openly say that, hey, yeah, we're doing this, knowing good and well they are violating their oaths of office. There are supposed to be consequences for this, and they don't pay any consequences. And I have I've seen some people um, say like, "Oh, Johnny, well, th- that doesn't really matter. These people just get away with it. So you're just gonna give up? You're not gonna even try? I mean, how many people in America don't know what the consequences are for these politicians if they actually we, we actually use them against them? So it just blows my mind um, how many people have just laid down and given up." And then yet call themselves patriots in their profiles. This is crazy to me. But the U.S. reps votes 200 and, uh, 226 to 194 to criminalize um, this. Oh, this this is actually at the end of my notes. Shaka sent me this. Um, disassembly, cleaning, or reassembling your gun without a firearm manufacturer license, um, including eight Republicans that said this. And this is by the Gun Owners of America had posted on this. And then they also provided us with the list of who voted for this. So let me go ahead and get you guys the list as well. And I'm gonna put that in the chat for everybody. When you can saw I, that shot, yeah, go ahead. Expand, you know, cause I got, I got some of my gun, my gun people up in here. Um, it was a bill that passed just to break it down because, you know, you got the legal part, which, you know, Donnie's going to break down. Um, I'm going to speak to y'all in gun terms. You cannot. They just they just slid in the bill. And um, let me make sure I get the receipts. Um, the bill is do, 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 the question is retaining um, Title three um, bill title protecting our kids. Act. That's the that's the bill. Um, what they have in that bill is um just how we break down and we go to the go to the range we break down our guns disassemble clean it that's a felony if you don't have a certain license this this secret license that they manufacturing license is what they is what they're trying to um cover it up as so if you clean your gun disassemble the assembly of a gun you putting it back together is where you break the law so disassembling, you can disassemble it all day. When you reassemble your gun, now you committed a felony because now they're saying you're building or ma- manufacturing a gun, a firearm. Yeah, this, that is, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, we, we know what? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to quote Madison. He said, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Shall not be infringed, right? Well, I don't understand what's so hard to understand about that. There's no but. I don't see a but here. I see a well-armed and well-regulated militia 
being the best security of a free country, but no person religiously of bearing arms shall be compelled to render military service in person. So these people, you know, another thing like you guys have been watching me on Twitter. I've been heavy on posting stuff about our forefather, our Declaration of Independence. All that information is really important because look at where we're at now. Because I don't think people think that where we're at now is anything similar to what our our forefathers were going through with uh, the king over there in uh, Britain. And then with the Declaration of Independence, he had Spramble. Um, he lists all the the um, the offenses that the king had committed, and then they had a resolution at the end. This actually went through the Continental Congress at the time. This is a legal document in this country. Um, it's our it's our founding document for this country. And it's crazy how some people will argue against it not having any kind of standing at all when it does. And so if you think about how the king did stuff, here in America, our kings are the Democrat and Republican Party. They're the, they are the ruling class. They're in every level of, of government. They are in um, every branch of the government. And they're also the ones who committed um, treason, both parties. And like I said, my whole goal is to get them abolished um, and get rid of all the party systems because all they're going to do is just infiltrate the next parties. Just be a little virus is just going on and attached somewhere else and just messing everything up. But my other thing, too, is when people make excuses for their parties. I'm mainly going to focus on the Republican side because people look at the Republican side as if it's a lesser of two evils. I'm going to have to disagree. I mean, evil is evil. Okay. Um, no matter how you try to uh, convince people that it's not otherwise. And if these other laws that the Republicans have, I guess, not have put in place, but they have their own laws they put in place that were unconstitutional. Um, they didn't do anything when they got in office, have power to remove those unconstitutional laws. Why would they not do that? So if you argue against it and you have all this political theater, why would you just sit back and allow it and watch it happen? So when I'm talking about the founding fathers, who there was two, they were divided two. There were the loyalists and then the patriots. A lot of people, so a lot of people call themselves patriots. Loyalists are the ones who are loyal to to Britain. The patriots are the ones that are fighting for freedom over here in America. And for me, I look at the loyalists as people who are loyal to the party system. The the ruling class, the same thing. And the pages are the ones who are willing to find the solutions that have nothing to do with being loyal to anything other than the fact that this is a republic. We're going to defend it and any means necessary. I, they've read the Declaration of Independence. They understand what their duties are. Where other people will make excuses and hope and hope and pray that the Republican Party doesn't keep getting worse and worse. Did you want to add anything, uh, Shaka, before I move forward? You, you, babe, I, I want to... You saying everything that you know how you got that inner voice, like I'm gonna say this, then I'm gonna come with this, then bam, I'm, you like you doing everything it's like you in my head and I'm I I just I sit back and admire that because there's some some people don't realize last last show we did, I told people that they need to stop saying patriot if they really don't mean it. Um mm-hmm. I think that went that went over a lot of people's uh, you know, over over their head. Um it wasn't deep. Is just I don't think a lot of people understand what a patriot is, um, you know. And when when you become a patriot, I, I said last week, you know, the people back in you know the older times, forefathers, and after them, they would have tore this they would have tore this place down. 
period. A long like, time we ago. Were, we were, <laughs> y'all, y'all sat back and and I'm gonna say me too, because you know, like I said, when you start pointing the finger, uh, people start feeling like you know you're attacking them. I can sit back and point at myself. I'm prepping for what you know for the, for the get down. Whatever it is, what it is, I'm gonna keep it plain and simple. Um, they stole an election. It doesn't matter if you like Trump, this dislike Trump, think he's one of them, whatever the case be. I really like it. Really doesn't matter. They stole the election during our time and didn't do it slickly. They they basically strong armed uh, election. That shouldn't that should never. I don't care if I if I was a Democrat, I would still feel a certain way. Even if they put in Biden and, and he was a Democrat, it's like no, nah, we got to follow his protocols, his rules. It's, it's a chain. We got to follow that. You know, once you start, once you start allowing that to happen, and you're doing it because it's the comfort of your own party, that's when you down you you basically riding down the road of destruction. So even if I was a Democrat and they put in a Democratic president and I didn't like the the former president, I still will be upset. Right. You know what? Those kind of people, I wouldn't want to invite over for dinner or nothing because they still like if they make excuses for someone clearly still an election in your face and saying it didn't happen. They're going to steal from you. Hide the good China. Let me tell you right now, they're going to steal. And my grandpa, you say that all the time. Don't bring them over here. They be stealing. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has a grandpa like that, but my grandpa. Like that. My, my granny said hide the China, so I already know what the hell that means. <laughs> <laughs> hide the good China. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring in my favorite, actually the only House representative that I do like who speaks common sense on some things. Actually speaks a common sense on a lot of things, but I'm going to, no, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. This is not the congressman that I like, you guys. I'm going to play someone on the other, on the other side real quick. It's Jerry Nadler. Then I'll get to the guy that I actually like in, in, in uh, Congress. Hold on. We're going to have Jerry Nadler explain why he's, uh, you know, publicly violating his oath. Um, it can be sometimes painful to listen to this stuff, but we, we can make it through, you guys. Let's do this. Our nation has been through trying times these last few weeks as we have tried to process the measure of Buffalo, Valley, Tulsa, and ultra many other states. Just this past weekend, we learned of yet another horrific incident in Philadelphia, and yet more carnage in Tennessee, Arizona, Virginia, and South Carolina. And those were just the stories we saw in the news. Day after day, we see more lives lost to gun violence. Our schools, on our streets, and our houses of worship, and in our homes, touching every region of the country. And we hear the urgent calls from our constituents crying out for us to take action. Today, we need that call. H.R. 7910, the Protecting Our Kids Act, is comprehensive legislation to address the scourge of gun violence, the blight that killed nearly 45,000 Americans in 2020 alone. Bills are the work of several of our colleagues, including Anthony Brown's Raise the Age Act, which raised the lawful age to purchase an AR-15 style semi-automatic assault rifle from 18 to 21 years old. Robin Kelly's Prevent Gun Trafficking Act, which established new federal offenses for gun trafficking. David Cicilline's untraceable firearms act should ensure that those guns are subject to existing federal firearms regulations. The trio of gun storage proposals, those of Dolores Pinkley's law, Melissa Slackley's Safe Gun Safe Kids Act, Sheila Jackson's Kimberly Law and Firearm Safe Storage Act. 
establish storage regulations to keep guns out of the hands of children to work grants for firearm storage assistance programs. Dina Titus is closing the Bump Stock Neutral Act, which would build on existing regulations banning the manufacture, sale, and possession of bump stocks for civilian use. Ted Deutsch's Keep Americans in Sleep Act, which would ban the sale, manufacture, and illegal possession of gun magazines and hold more than 15 rounds of ammunition. I want to thank each of them for their contributions to this bill making this country safer for all Americans. And as Speaker, all of us in this chamber are shaken by the images of parents in Uvalde standing in line to match their DNA to the remains of their 9- and 10-year-old children. Parents who should be picking up their children from school right now are instead picking up the pieces of their lives shattered by these kind of actions. <laughs>
um, has breast cancer. I use that, you know, for example. Let's say that I go to a breast cancer um, lab or, or, or office, and I know my intention is to try to sell this insurance or life insurance or, you know, something that benefits me, um, you know, because I got to meet a quota or whatever the case be. It's, it's disingenuous for me to show up there. These ladies are getting diagnosed and taking lab results and, and testing and everything else. And as soon as they walk out, I'm trying to sell them, you know, some insurance, you know, and, and basically I'm, I'm selling them an insurance or whatever I'm selling them, but it's basically to benefit me. Um, you know, like I said, them, us getting our weapons taken away, it benefits who? Not us, it benefits them. So that's why I use the, the insurance um, situation because Yes, us turning over our weapons benefit the politicians. It doesn't benefit us at all. Um, so that's basically what they're doing. We, um, me being an activist, grassroots, we call them, and a lot of other people heard of the term ambulance chaser. Um, you have a lot of people that, that ambulance chase, they chase behind the ambulance to get a, get a story, um, you know, or, or to push whatever narrative that they want to push. And that's what, that's what you're starting to see, um, now more and more. Yeah, absolutely right. And so um, I was going to play something else first. Let me play this because this is uh, my favorite guy in Nadler. So if you guys know who Jimmy Dore is, I believe he's actually on this platform, by the way. He had some comments on the virtual signaling. And for some reason, I thought Jimmy was like a conservative, but he's not. Um, But it's interesting to hear his takes because they don't sound hate filled or anything like that. I actually like listening to his perspective on things. I just think we disagree on the solutions. Um, but here we go. And it might be a commercial. Let me pause it. this commercial. All right. We can skip the ad. Here we go. There's been a lot of virtue signaling because of the Uvalde shooting, and people are saying we got to get get rid of assault weapons. And now they're saying they want to uh, get rid of us. Uh, they want to raise the age. This is their big solution. This is their virtue signal. We're going to raise the age of when you can buy an assault weapon from 18 to 21. Hey, we're going to raise the age of when you can drop a nuclear bomb to 25. What? What? What the? So. Now, uh, now I'm blanking on the guy. Massey, uh, Congressman Massey, this is Jen, this is Nadler. He's that POS who runs this committee, and uh, his, his name is Jer- Gerald, Jerry Nadler. Uh, so he is the one pushing for this raising the age of the assault weapons ban. And watch Thomas Massey, who's a libertarian, completely reveal that this guy. Is a douche of douches. <laughs> Watch this. Recognize different ages for different purposes. We recognize 18 for the draft. We recognize uh, 16 for driving in some states. We recognize uh, uh, 21 for drinking. Um, so we recognize different ages for different purposes. That's all I want to say. Thank you, Mr. Could I have a second to engage? I want to say something real quick, How He just said recognize or recommends. Those are laws. Those are not something that you recognize or recommend, that's something they force on people legally. So I just wanted to correct him on how he said that. Okay. Certainly. I'll yield to the gentleman. 
Would the chairman join me in co-sponsoring a bill to raise the draft age to 21? No. But the chairman feels that their brains aren't fully formed at 18, 19, or 20. The, the, the research does indicate that in certain respects, but the selective service though needs, I mean, if, if, if the country needs people, it needs people. Needs people whose brains aren't fully formed? In certain respects, yeah. <laughs> Shaka, did you hear that? I sure did. So that's why I like that's why I like Thomas so much, you guys, because he exposes them. They they let them let them talk themselves in circles and make themselves look dumb. So you see here, oh well, these are certain things in these ages where he just basically proved this is nothing about protecting your kids. This is about taking your rights away. So when you point out things like, okay, well, cool, let's make the the draft age twenty one. The answer is no. Why not? You said their brains aren't fully developed. Then, then why would you have someone going out there at a younger age whose brains not fully developed? I would think that's what. Well, Jimmy said it too here. Um, that it's psychotic. Are you? Are we psychopaths sending out kids to to go and fight and kill other people in other countries if their brains aren't fully developed? That's that's insane to me. Well, you, you know, anything that they put forward, you can counter, um, you know, because you basically just got to have something called common sense. Um, you know, so with common sense, you, you defeat everything that they push on you. And, uh, you know, that's mm-hmm. what they expect other folks to have or not to have is common sense. I know you heard the saying common sense isn't that common anymore. Um, uh-huh. They've been they've been stripping us from that, you know, like on on a daily, yearly, monthly, weekly, whatever you want to put. Um, a lot of people can't think for themselves. Uh, we gotta we gotta get programmed what to think. Uh, we gotta be told what to do, uh, how to maneuver, and and everything else. So now we we become a society of robots. Um, you know, like I said some people like to use the word sheep, and I'm like, eh, nah, let's go with robots. You know, sheep. Sheep still can do, you know, little things by themselves. They can be, you know, guided certain ways, but they still have to think. With a robot, that robot is, is actually, you know, uploaded to think or controlled to think. So um, they didn't turn mm-hmm. this into a whole bunch of robots. Yeah, that's a good point because I was using the terminology zombie. I was saying zombies, zombies already exist, and they sit there and try to bite each other and other people to infect them with their, their virus of mental issues. Um, and ideas and force them on us like zombies just chase after you no matter how tired they are and they start nomming on you. Hey, that's hey, that's, that's, that's hey, don't throw that off the table either. But you know, like <laughs> I said, as far as just me, you know, being from Iowa, I understand. You know, sheep are not that dumb um, as we say they are. You know, like I said, yes, they get. You know, I think the saying is yes, you can uh, get a horse and you can get the, the sheep dog and lead them to where you want to lead them, but they still. You know, some sheep turn around, you know, so when you're dealing with sheep, you, they're still being forced into going in there. Um, so I still give them the, the, the common decency to say they got a brain. Um, they just know they got to go that way because you got a dog. And you got somebody else trying to force you that way. With a robot, we're being uploaded like a zombie, like you said, as far as, you know, that's, you know, something that, you know, they're not thinking. It's just, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep coming, I'm going to keep coming, I'm going to keep coming. And you can defeat any anybody's, uh, it doesn't matter, Republican or Democrat, you can defeat their, um, I guess you want to say what they're trying to push on you, their agenda, 
you can de- defeat it with common sense. Absolutely. Thank you so much for dropping those gems as normal. Um, you know, we, we discussed the gun stuff. I sent you, I put the link in there for you guys to read the bill yourselves as well. Um, I, I did have some more videos for people. I had MTG in here and um, discussing the the gun-free zones actually being spots for people to be targeted, to be killed. Um, but I'm not going to go ahead and play it because we are already at the 36 mark. And we haven't talked about the groomers yet. Now, Shaka, did you hear about what's going on in Dallas with the groomers um, recently uh, with the drag? And it had a sign on the wall that said it's not going to lick itself. Um, they let, yeah. kids are kids were handing uh, money out uh, to these dancers, like handing to them and walking down the aisle. I don't know if you've heard any of the interviews from that um, yet, but I have them if you're ready. Yeah, um, well, on Twitter, yeah. I listened to a, a few snippets. It wasn't um, long interviews, but yeah, I did hear a few snippets on it. Um, I'm just going to say start homeschooling your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that's 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 what I do. Um, yes, you know, the the county, the, the government going to give you a hard time. But, um, you know, you got to you got to make sure, you know, I'll let her go to home um, regular school which, when I feel she has that mental capacity of, um, you know, what they like to what, what they like to say. So you always want to, you know, and I'm not giving a shot to anybody or jabbing at anybody that had their kids in homes, um, public schools. Um, some of us can't do it and I get it. So it's not, it's not a, you know, uh, me shaming anybody, but if you do, if you can homeschool, please do it. Um, you know, like right now they, they are programming your kids. They're with your kids more than you. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go out and say it. a lot of us, we are parents. We're great parents. We go out and work. We got to do, we got to do things to pay the bills and everything else. But guess what? Those people, it doesn't matter what side you're on, are programming your children. Those, those people are actually molding your children's personality. They're molding their confidence or taking away their confidence or cutting their wings, um, in these schools. So, you know, like I said, if you have the capacity to homeschool, please homeschool. Um, you know, I've been I've been taught, you know, luckily, and I'm, I'm going to keep bragging. Luckily, I had parents um, that, you know, taught about, you know, just how they would groom um, the next generation and the generation after that. And, you know, just start easing in um, these certain things and making you um, a bad person if you speak out about it. Um, I don't want anybody grooming my kids. I don't care if it's we're talking about man on woman or woman on man or boy on girl, girl on boy. I don't care what it is. I don't want you grooming my kids, especially if even talking about that if I'm not around. That's 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 weird. It's creepy. I don't care if it's if it's a gay agenda or a straight agenda. It's creepy. If you catch me talking to your eight year old daughter about, you know, um what sex is, guess what? You're gonna be pissed off. I don't care what you say. If you if you catch me talking to your 15 year old daughter about sex, guess what? You're going to be pissed off. Why? Because I shouldn't be doing the shit. I'm grooming her or trying to take advantage of that situation. If you notice now, um, you know I, I just get real passionate with this because I pay attention to what's going on. It's more teachers having you know getting caught having sex with these. Let's say rape. I ain't gonna even say sex. Raping these kids. You know, because, you know, like I said, one thing that I believe sex is consensual and it's, it, it, you, you got to be age appropriate. 
raping these kids and this teacher on student. They have it every day. All you got to do is Google it. Why is it becoming so common that these things are, are happening? Why? Because there's no barriers. There's no boundaries. Everything is a free for all. So if you're out here grooming these kids and these kids are actually taking um, a liking to you, that's that's, you know, I draw lines. I deal with the youth. I deal. You know, like I said, I'm in I'm in my community. Uh, when these when these young girls say, oh, you know, Shaka, he's so fine. I say, hey, don't you got some, you know, some shit you need to be doing that? Let, let's you mean, OK, I, I draw boundaries. It's no no child should be telling a grown man that he's fine. What I supposed to say? Thank you. You're grooming kids. Start treating kids like fucking kids. Stop trying to make them adults or 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 tools or projects that you can you can manipulate where you can, you know, fantasize or have your freaky ass thoughts. Excuse me. I'm done. I'm muting. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. It's sick. And, you know, and then, you know, Biden and um, Al Sharpton had this little girl in the White House in this video. She looked extremely uncomfortable that she was sandwiched in and between them. And I honestly, with these parents who basically bait their kids and put their kids in those kind of situations, you're freaking scum. You shouldn't put your kids in that situation. And if your kid tells you something happened, you should look into it and make sure that they're not telling you a fib. But you make sure you look into it. Because think about how that child's going to think if they told you something like that and then you don't even do anything. If if you can't look at your child and see that they're uncomfortable being sandwiched in between Biden and Al Sharpton, come on. You know how you look and how you feel when you're uncomfortable. If you think about a lot of these celebrities getting access to children, a lot of the time, too, it's not only just sex trafficking. People are pimping out their children. And so Shaka brought up something reminding me that there was a teacher um, who had said, my students passed the vibe check. Elementary school teacher then talking about his student tells him he looks pretty and like a queen. Hold up. My students passed the vibe check. How do I look today? So if you guys haven't seen this video, he has a full beard. This looks like a man. And then he has his students in his classroom saying that, tell him he looks like a queen. He's smiling, very happy that he's getting this confirmation from children. Um, so that's going to lead way straight into this piece of the internet, not this, the interview that what happened on in Dallas. I'm quite sure this is a link that's going to bring up how this um, is supposedly bringing up their their um, what's the word? Their confidence. Their confidence comes up. They're so excited. They're finally able to dance in front of children, and that you'll hear it. I'll let you, I'll let them tell you. Go ahead. So we just got done with the Drag Your Kids Pride event at Mr. Mr. Mister in downtown Dallas, and I'm here with What do you say to the conservative parents that wouldn't bring their children to an event like this? Why? 
I don't think that there is any kind of issue with exposing children to this. So do you think exposing children to drag will result in more um, kids doing drag eventually? I think so, um, and, and I hope so because, like, I, like I said, it's. He said he hopes so. Um, I'm gonna play the rest of it, but he asked him if he want if if. Let me play it one more time. Let me play it back for you guys because when we when we talk about this, people go, "Oh, it's not. They're not trying to change kids. They're not trying to do this." But he literally just said this. That's what was said. Um, by the way, at this event, if you guys, I'm going to send you guys this. Um, let me send you all this interview link. I thought. Yeah, here we go. Let me send you all this interview link so y'all can hear the whole thing. But yeah, that's what they said. And I guess they thought that that was a friend who was in there interviewing them. He is not a friend of theirs. Um, there were people wearing Beto t-shirts with the pride color on there and they were explaining how um, it wasn't grooming um, to have children in there handing people money with their booty cheeks hanging out um, they're wearing all their body parts are showing they're dancing, they're, they're doing splits on the floor um, the, there's a sign on the wall that says um, it's not going to lick itself I I just don't see what where anyone in their right mind thinks that's okay. First of all, um, you you can't be in there anyways if you're not 21 and over. So why were kids in there in the first place? They're not old enough to be in there. I'm looking at the parents holding the babies. They're holding the kids, watching kids walk down the aisle. One of the little boys literally looked like he did not want to be there. He looked he was like embarrassed and uncomfortable for being there. I saw alcoholic beverages on the tables as well with the kids all being there. Um, Man, if, if you guys, you know, I saw couples there. If, if adults, you want to go partake in that, why can't you find a babysitter? Why can't you leave the kids at home? Why are you bringing them there? And I'm seeing little kids wearing um, shirts for um, trans stuff on their T-shirts the parents have put on them. So I'm going to put the link in the chat so you guys can uh, watch the whole interview. But um, Shaka, did you want to add anything else to that piece? Um, it's weird. <laughs> like I wouldn't take I wouldn't take my daughter to, you know, the strip club. Like that's basically the equivalent of it. Like a real strip club. Why would you take your kids <laughs> to that? Like and say, Oh, this is for and and my excuse is is for awareness. It's for straight awareness. It's for let's just say, yeah, I went to go take my kids to a strip club, and then my excuse is, is it's for straight awareness. You know how stupid that sounds and, and, and how, you know, how I should be stoned for, you know, even having that come out of my mouth or even trying to have that as the excuse. Um, there's no excuses for it. 
Um, you know, like I said, as far as I have personal friends that's, you know, that's gay, lesbian, um, treat them like other people. But they know that I want them and they do stand up for children's rights. Like as far as, you know, not tying in their sexuality with children. Um, we need more people. If, if, if that's what you do, you, you know, you, you, you know, you, you gay, lesbian, whatever the case be, I'm not here to judge. That's, that's your business. What I, what we want from you is when this shit happens, that y'all come out and say, Hey, this shit ain't cool. That's the only thing we like that should, that should be a deal breaker. Unless you're trying to groom kids yourself. That like, that should be a deal breaker. Like, okay, you can like whatever you want as an adult, but when you're trying to force these kids to do these things and you know, all most the majority you know, uh, people, they don't want to say these things because you get labeled as, you know, homophobic, whatever the case be. And it's not even that sense. It's like you have to protect something and you have to protect your kids. Um, you know, my daughter, she's nine. I haven't spoke to her about liking boys or or what she should like. I haven't even talked to her about nothing like that. So it's like it's no excuse to be even having these discussions. Let these kids be. I let her be a kid. Why are we talking about boys or, you know, whatever the case y'all want to throw in there? We shouldn't be. Let these children be children. They're innocent. Protect their innocence and to go from there. And I want to I want to uh, tag on that, too. If you're in that community, right, I would if I were you, I would, I would be pissed. The fact that someone is trying to use my my movement, um, my thing that I'm fighting for to push pedophilia, to groom children. That's a slap in my face. So what are you trying to say? You think this community is about pedophilia? That's why you guys are trying to make um, laws um, protecting them or doing, wait a minute. So what? just because I am gay or I have this and that, you think I'm a pedophile? I think y'all should start looking at it that way too, on how they see you. Because they look at how they try to infiltrate everything in the civil rights movement when it comes with just pay attention to how they think about you and look how they try to show you. If you guys are not pedophiles, you're not groomers, you'll need to stand up in numbers and fight against it so that everyone doesn't think or brand you as that. I would be like I said, I would be mad as hell if people are trying to infiltrate my thing, my movement, and try to make us look like something we're not basically dirty criminals, nasty, perverted people. Well, I, in my opinion, I'll, I'll stop there. But um, I want to go ahead and pull some people up. So we have John and Robert up here right now. And we're almost at the hour mark. But I want to say one more thing before um, people come up and start chatting with us. It's funny to me how these people will quickly jump and create bills very quickly when they, it's, it's their agenda. How quickly had, did they jump into Congress, put this bill together? How fast did they put that bill together? And then sign it, get it passed through the House, and name it uh, the Protect Your Children Bill. But yet, don't have any audacity to protect children from predators, groomers, pedophiles. Where's the, where's the legislation for that to protect the kids? This right here tells you this is not about protecting children. Uh, that's one reason why I, I titled it and put it the way I did, Groomers and Gun Grabbers, because they're both about children. They say they're the gun grabbing things about children. 
I'm telling you and showing you and giving you guys the receipts to prove that this gun grabbing stuff has nothing to do about protecting your children. It's about controlling you and disarming you as citizens. We listened to Kitty earlier. She explained. Listen, guys, people tell us the past, the history is trying to repeat itself. Are we going to sit back and let it? Because this is time sensitive. Uh, she also has said, too, and I don't remember if it was this clip or another clip where she said this happened within like four or five years. With this administration, with how Congress and all they're moving, Ukraine, Russia, all this stuff going on, I think that we got less than five years. I think we have a few years before it gets crazy. But let me pull over. Yes, yes, beloved, they do. Uh, groomers run the corporation. John, I got you. Pulling you over. Thank you for coming in tonight. Go ahead and please drop some gems for us. Okay, thanks, Donnie. Uh, I want to comment on several things, I guess, that you talked about. By the way, all the points were great, and Shaka, great points. But, uh, yeah, this bill that – first, I'll talk about the bill that just got went through the House, which was disgraceful. And I wrote to Cornyn and everybody. I said, you better stop this. But, uh, anyway – but, yeah, what really concerns me is like what Shaka was saying, you know, disassembly and reassembly, because I always reassemble after I shoot my guns and everything. That's just something you do. You know, you don't want to let the cred in there. But the, the legislation also, uh, you know, they say it it's incentivizes safe storage of firearms and establishes requirements regulating storage of guns on residential premises. That is very vague. And, boy, that can be that can be pushed and pulled a lot of different ways and uh yeah it's just disappointing that they're not really addressing the uh the real problem at all and we've all talked about it at length on the show you know which is hardening the schools and psychotropic drugs and there's there's no question uvalde was a false flag but um the other thing you know talking about biden it amazes me it absolutely has amazed me like when you know, somebody gets sworn in or something the way Biden in the past, like when he's with Obama and stuff, how he had fondled the wife and the kid. I mean, that guy would have been missing teeth. His jaw would have been smashed if I'd been there, if I'd been one of my kids or, or my wife. I would never I would never have tolerated that. I mean, I would have decked him. I didn't care who would be around. He would never get away with that kind of behavior. And I don't I don't get it how these uh so-called men put up with it. I, it just astonishes me because you can see that the kids are very uncomfortable. You can see that the wives a lot of times are very uncomfortable. And uh, it's really disturbing, too, what they're finding out with this Hunter laptop. I mean, you know, they're, now they're saying Hunter took videos of him having sex with prostitutes, I assume. And then he was sending those videos to Joe Biden. I mean, that shows how sick this family is. I mean, this family is like psychotic, sick. And it's unbelievable what's what's going on. And, you know, when you look at a big picture, um, you know, clearly they're they're going after our kids. You know, it's clear. I mean, I always had my kids in private schools. And, uh, you know, it cost a lot. You know, it cost me my... Uh, retirement, whatever I, whatever it took, I just wanted to keep them out of public schools. And it, it really paid off because they did really well in college and they're graduating. They have great jobs right now, but, but public schools is just, Oh man, it's just uh, the worst thing you want to do. And I admire Shaka for, uh, 
you know, homeschooling his kids. I mean, that's that 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 takes a lot. But when you see like what's going on, like uh, you know, they're starving us. You know, they're burning all the food storage places, um, destroying our military basically because we left up what eighty billion dollars over there in Afghanistan. We're sending all this aid to the Ukraine, and Zelensky is just running that war very stupidly. Where um, you know he's making these cities what he calls fortresses, and the Russians are just surrounding him and starving out these people and then capturing the the weapons that we're sending. So it's it's basically like we're sending the the weapons, uh, the weapons systems and all that directly to Putin. So, you know, they're weakening our military. Our, our military has been weakened considerably because of what we lost in Afghanistan and what we're sending over to uh, the, over to the Ukraine. And I, I found out, too, that, um, you know, I deal a lot with, uh, you know, these fracking companies and, and like especially that are working up in uh, North Dakota and stuff. And they said that, you know, they're they're pumping oil out of the ground like crazy up there, uh, like in North Dakota and, and, and some of those areas. And they said the oil is going to China. And I said, so I'm, I'm trying to get find out more about that because, <laughs> you know, we need it here. But this guy insists that it's going to China. And he says everybody's shaking their head as to why it's being directed to China. So, um, you know, it's all about building up China and weakening us. I mean, it's that's the big picture. But there's a lot of, uh, I guess, there's just a lot of disturbing, disturbing stuff going on. And, uh, I, you know, like like Shaka says, you know, I'm, I've been prepping. You know, I've got 50 gallons of fuel, and I'm going to double that just on storage. You know, I'll just put stable in it so it can last a couple of years. And, and you know, food and all that kind of stuff, I think that's what we all are going to have to do. Because uh, it's going to get a lot worse. It's going to get a lot worse. And, and uh, um, we just got to be ready to fight. That's all. Because it's, it's, uh, I've lost my faith in uh, Congress and in the government and certainly the judicial system. And it's going to fall on our shoulders. So that's all I got to say. Um, I had to add on something, um, John, that I want you to look into. Um, so the Fed, and I want everybody else to look in, into this as well, because I haven't seen it. Should be a huge topic, uh, but you, everything is should be a huge topic. So you know, I got to take that away as well. But it's a lot of kids that's not uh, being able to eat. Um, that's in low, um, you know, lower income schools as far as the black communities and things and such. Yeah, um, they're taking away their lunch uh, because that that school won't won't. Um, teach them, I guess, except the LGBT. Uh, I heard that. The, the, um, the, the, the co-ed bathrooms and stuff like that. Um, yep. So what they're doing, they're starving these kids. And, you know, and I'm just going to be blunt. Some of, you know, when I was younger, um, some of the, the meals that I could eat was that I, I knew that I could eat at school breakfast and lunch. And then, you know, yep. and sometimes that was, that was it, you know, like I'm just going to, you know, so I can only imagine what some of these kids got to go through. Uh, because I knew for sure Monday through Friday I had breakfast and lunch. That was that was with school. Um, some nights, yeah, we would have leftovers, whatever the case be. But it's like now they're torturing the kids as far as you know where they can't eat. You know, so that's why I'm like, are we really protecting? You know, I'm glad that it's brought up like this because are we really protecting our kids? So you're gonna starve these kids because the school they, you don't want to send funding because the school doesn't want to accept. Um, you know these rules and regulations that you're trying to put forward. So I want a lot of people to look into that. You know, shocking that I, I heard about that. And that, that is, I mean, you know, we're dealing with, 
just incredible evil here, you know, evil and tyrants and tyrants, you know, they, they hijack the election, right? And a tyrants will not give up control. They will not give up control. And I'm, something's going to happen before this upcoming election you watch. And we're already seeing some of it, but I just think something else is going to happen. And tyrants don't give up control. And this, you know, everybody thinks that there's going to be a big red wave. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Because, uh, but yeah, what's going on with the kids? I mean, you know, they're targeting the kids, you know, like this, like what Donnie was talking about that happened up in Dallas. And, you know, they're trying to confuse the kids. The kids are the kids are the target. I mean, they, they are after innocent blood, whether it's aborting kids or once the kids are born, they, you know, what the kids have to go through. And, you know, all the vaccinations, when you think about that, they say by the time now, by the time a child is 18, they've had, what, like 80 vaccinations, which is ludicrous. I mean, I've, I've never been vaccinated. I've never been vaccinated. The only vaccine that I'm aware of is my mom told me I got polio, the polio vaccine, which everybody got back then. But that's it. And I've never been sick. You know, I mean, God gave us an immune system for a reason. But I mean, what's going on to our kids is like, I mean, it's just it's just incredible. I mean, I it's it's. It's just kind of almost sometimes worse than what the Nazis were doing almost in a way. I mean, it's just what, I mean, and they're specifically targeting the kids, like you said, Shaka. And uh, the public schools are not the place to put the kids now. They just aren't. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's, it's just amazing to me what's going on. It's, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. I just always tried to avoid it. I mean, I, I, tried to find the means, even if I had to work two jobs, just keep my kids in private school. I mean, I, I hated public schools even way back then as my kids are growing up and stuff. Cause I, and, uh, it's, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just uh, horrible. I, I can't find the words for it, what they're doing to our kids. It's just, and, and the, and the parent and the parents, um, have to be aware of this. I mean, the parents have to, I mean, there has been, some, you know, parents rising up, they're going to the school board meetings and things like that. But it's got to be a big, it's got to be a big wave. I mean, that's what woke up, uh, you know, suburban housewives and so, buddy, and so on in Virginia and got, uh, you know, Virginia went Republican in their gubernatorial uh, race. But there needs to be more of that happening. I mean, it's just shocking to me that parents are allowing this to happen. I mean, I, I would never... <laughs> I, I just, uh, I, I mean, they wouldn't be able to restrain me. I mean, they just wouldn't. But it's just amazing uh, what they're getting away with and what's what's going on. I, I, I it's, it, I don't know. It's hard to find the words. It's far hard to find the words. I mean, I, I just, trust uh, me. I just trust get so me. mad I, at this. I, you know, I, I stop myself a lot of times. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I don't want to go off on a real rant where I'm starting to, you know, you know lose it. But so I'm trying to keep control. But it's just, uh, it's just stunning. It's just, I don't know if stunning is the right word, but it's just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's horrible. It's, it's horrific what's going on. And, you know, they don't care. And that's the thing. They don't care. This is all part of the plan. They don't care. That's the kind of evil we're dealing with. And this goes all the way to the top. They don't care. Yeah. Before we stray too far away from this discussion on the school lunches, I want to go ahead and get a document on the show real quick. Let me, it's, I'll play part of it. Not all of it because it's like six minutes long. The Newsmax covered it. So hold on. 
the U.S. Department of Agriculture announced the National School Lunch Program for low-income students would not be available to schools who do not adopt the Biden administration's interpretation of Title IX. That interpretation looks to prevent discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Under the new plan, schools that do not allow students who identify as a different gender than their biological sex to use their preferred bathrooms would not qualify for the funding, which in part is used to fund those school lunches. Joining us now to discuss, Executive Director for FiberSchools.com. He's a dad in Loudoun County, Virginia, Ian Ryder. Ian, thanks so much for coming on. When we talk about this for about school lunches and schools across the country, public schools, private schools, that take advantage of this federal program, um, where student lunches are paid for, partly paid for by federal funds. So, you know, what the Biden administration is saying here, really through a press release, not the appropriate vehicle of rulemaking, is that if you do not put in policies that allow, you know, a child to use a bathroom of a different biological sex, that they will not give you this federal funding for schools. So ultimately, you are, you are creating a situation where um, underprivileged children are going to suffer as a result of schools not adopting these woke you know, gender ideology policies that the Biden administration wants to force on public schools. And the USDA did put out a statement in regards to their request. They say, as a result, state and local agencies, program operators, and sponsors that receive funds from FNS must investigate allegations of discrimination based on gender identity or sexual orientation. Those organizations must also update their non-discrimination policies and signage to include prohibitions against discrimination based on gender identity and sexual orientation. A lot of words up there that could be a bit confusing for some people, Ian, but what stands out to you? Yeah, well, so that's how they do it, right? They, they frame it in sort of an anti-discrimination lens. And look, nobody wants any child to be you know, treated differently or bullied because of any reason. But what they're saying is that you, know, you are going to need, as a student, as a teacher, to refer to students by their preferred pronouns. You're going to need to let students use the bathroom of the gender with which they identify. Same thing with locker rooms. Also going to put in place policies that say the student who comes to a school counselor or teacher and says, well, you know, I want to be a girl now or I want to be a boy now, school does not have to tell the parent unless the student who could be as young as five years old gives permission. I'm going to take your lunch money unless you do exactly what I say. That is the federal government bullying states and localities to implement these both agendas. When you think about how many... I think that's good for there, right there. How many schools... So I wanted to have that documented so y'all can hear it because you guys know we, you know we like to come with receipts over here. That's going on. So anyone who did not already know that, you hear this, that it is, it is going on. It is happening. Um, John, sorry, your mic wasn't muted. I put you over there for a second. I appreciate you for coming up and dropping some gems. Don't go anywhere if you want to come back because um, Robert's next. And then if you want to come back, John, you can. But after that, we're going to shut it down. Um, Shaka, did you want to add anything to what you just heard from Newsmax before Robert goes? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, like I said, I like to make sure that the lines are not blurred. Um, that's one thing that I pride myself on. Some people, um, they steer away from it, but most of the schools that that's, they're targeting are the, 
African-American schools. Um, those are the schools that they're trying to force, force, force. Like, um, they're trying to force it on us a lot, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's sad to watch because I've been, I've been seeing it for like the last few years. Um, as far as, like I said, I'm, I'm real involved with the community and the youth. Uh, I've been seeing it with the basketball. I've been seeing it with this. It's like they're trying to force them. So now it's like, okay, now you can't eat unless this is what's going on. So now you're going to have these kids going to say, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And they're going to want to accept it because they're not eating. Uh, we're grown adults. We're going to, you know, imagine being a kid and the only reason you can't eat is because, you know, Johnny can't go to the bathroom with Laura. Eventually, you're going to break down that kid and that kid is going to accept and try to, you know, and be and be vocal because they're hungry. Like that's this this is the worst, <laughs> the worst of the worst. But um, yeah, we'll let um, Robert come up. But that's all I have to say about that. You know, and I agree with that too. And I think another problem is too that we depend we depend so much on the government that they feel like they have this power to to do this to us. Well, we depend on the government to to give our kids food or depend on our government for this and that. And that's sometimes why it's harder for us to, to cut the umbilical cord because they have guidance where we defend them so much that people will compromise and um, their beliefs in order to be able to eat, be able to have a job, live, you know, like with the vaccines. Like if you do this, you can have this. That's not freedom. And any, any way anyone tries to mix it up and say, because I listen to people sometimes and I listen to them just justify what happens and what's been going on. And they, and they feel like they sound really intelligent saying it. And they're, they're like very confident about how they say these things. Cause you, they're basically repeating exactly what they heard someone else say, but they, they probably feel like they're really smart because they memorized it enough to tell someone else the same thing. But luckily you guys, y'all do your own research. You're y'all are, y'all are angels. So, Hey Robert, go ahead. So I will keep this as brief as possible. No, no. First of all, uh, I love women, but please stay the hell out of our restrooms because sometimes we go to the restroom to get away from y'all because, you know, us men need our men time. Um, and I'm sure you ladies do the same. You get the hell away from us because sometimes we annoy y'all too. I get it. And that, and so, uh, I take great offense when women Come into the men's locker room or the men's restroom. Ladies, stay the hell out. Um, now, uh, as far as, now, as far as this gun stuff, I, I got a couple things. Uh, these two bills, I did a deep dive. I posted the Twitter, my, the two Twitter threads. Please read generously. But, uh, um, the first one. Okay, uh, HR 7910. So, number one, it does criminalize repairing your own gun and cleaning your own gun. And it expects you to predict the future of whether your gun is safe or not. For example, let's say your teenage son wants to use your gun and says no. Your son grabs a crowbar. Your son breaks into the safe and then kills a bunch of people. Then now you can go to jail. Because according to the police, you didn't do a good job, good enough job securing your gun. And on top of that, Section 403A of the bill 
says that the attorney general has unilateral authority to determine if her home is safe enough to store a gun. So just imagine all the abuses of that one. What if they don't like your friends or family? What if they don't like uh, your social media posts? You know, if the attorney general has unilateral authority, which he has a pretty powerful position in law enforcement, um, then just imagine the abuses there. Now, the red flag laws they passed today. Now, here's a really important one that especially you guys should pay attention to. Section 932A6B adds dating partner to the household. That adds another layer of danger to the world of dating. You don't even have to be in a committed relationship anymore. They can file an ex parte order against you and, and then... Now, Biden hasn't signed it yet, and it hasn't gone through the Senate, but I don't trust the Republicans to do the right thing either. But uh, but basically, they can keep sealed the person they accused you as, uh, until un- – and the first chance you get to appeal it is if they file a long-term uh, red flag on you. But you, you – but they're required to keep confidential the person that's accusing you, which is a direct violation of the Sixth Amendment. If you're accusing me of something, let me have a chance to defend myself. You guys can react. I'm done. Oh no, nah, shit! You was talking that uh, you was talking that good stuff right now. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's that red flag stuff is probably one of the most dangerous um situation that you possibly can have. Um, as far as just let's say that I befriend Rob uh, Robert for those that's you know, cause we have some people in here that's not gun savvy. Um, or firearms savvy. Um, let's say me, me and Robert become friends. Um, I go by Robert's house. We watch the game. Uh, me and Robert have a little small dispute. Um, I get jealous or whatever case be. I want to, I want some get back, some payback. I go report Robert as, you know, a domestic terrorist or, or something of such. Um, with the red flag situation, you will have the um, whatever agency they use will come in and confiscate uh, Robert's way to protect himself and put him on this list and everything else. And now he's on restrictions and can't be around guns. And you basically, you know, you basically opening up, you know, gun control or disarmament. Um, that's the door of it. Uh, the, the, um, the red flag law is a door of disarmament. And I can call on anybody. I can get protected by, you know, this. I, I was, a, I was a great friend. Um, you know, I can say I was his best friend and go down there and say it and I'll be protected. Um, under these little rules that they have and Robert wouldn't even know who actually called in. So that's, that's the scary part is anybody can call. If you got a dispute with anybody, somebody don't like you, your neighbor don't like you. Uh, they can call and say, I can get rid of your guns. And that's how easy they're going to do it because the government wanted that easy to do. So everybody's basically disarming each other by um, not getting along. So um, it's a huge, it's a huge trap. I call it a Trojan horse. 
but um, it's basically a Trojan horse of disarmament, and I, they're going to push that. Oh, Shaka, before I forget, there's another piece I forgot to mention, Section, 930, uh, section 932C2 says that, on, that the only evidence required is that the person makes uh, a statement. It doesn't say anything about verifying that statement or providing any other kind of evidence. It just it just requires a witness statement, and that's it, to file it. Right. So let's just say this. Um, when we got into it at your house watching the soccer game, <laughs> hands up, quote, unquote, Who's it's just me and you there. So who's when I go make this statement, who's who's there to uh, rebut or dispute that, you know, my statement is true or false. So basically, they don't care if it's real or false. All they need is people to go down there and, and do a statement and your guns are gone, period. That's that's how easy it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, then that's the reason why I go so hard on the whole, my goodness, it's late right now and it's loud. Um, that's why I I got distracted by that loud noise. Sorry, you guys. I was going to play Thomas Massey. He speaks on this actual issue as well. Like I said, another reason why I actually like this congressperson, because he's always up there calling out the stuff and giving us the nitty gritty. But um, it's not very long. So let me play this real quick. I think he's going to cover some of the things that uh, Robert has said as well. One second. I don't know why it's so low. Hold on. I didn't change anything. Hold on. Maybe his video is just low. Yeah, it is. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Shaka, can you hear that? No. I don't know why it sounds like that. I think the video is just really quiet. Hold on. I'm going to put this video in the link section for you guys so you can watch yourselves later. Now, Robert, thank you for bringing that up. I threw out your stuff as well um, in the section, the comment section. Um, red flag laws, big issue. Another reason why people praise Ron DeSantis as if he's um, a saint um, and they have red flag laws in Florida. I think recently he's talking about constitutional carry in Florida. And I'm still like, how long have you been governor? And uh, you're just now talking about that? Mm. So when I say both sides, I mean both sides. So in, in Texas, by the way, when they were pushing a constitutional carry, the original author had no infringements in his um, bill. And then the Republicans 
had to put it back on the floor in order for them to vote on it, they had him add back, add in infringements to the bill. So it's both sides doing it. It's just publicly, they act like one side does and one side doesn't. Like start looking at people's voting records. Just like Shocker told y'all to look at Matt Gates' voting records. They put up a good show, but you got to actually see what they're actually doing. Are they walking the talk or are they just talking? But thanks, Robert. I'm going to pull over John one more time, and then we're going to shut it down after this. Go ahead, John. Well, I, I don't know what to add. I mean, all these points were, were great. And, uh, yeah, Robert brought up some really good points there as well. You know, the uh, red flag law, like, you know, I agree with everything that was said. I mean, that's 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 the key because, you know, like where I live, there's some, I see some people with Beto signs, not many, but some. And uh, all it takes is for a neighbor to see you going to the gun range or something. And they're going to say, you know, and if I have a sign post in my yard, they're going to, they're going to call somebody on me. And then, then what find all my ammo and everything. So it, it just opens the door to a lot. And there's a lot of vague things, vague things in this bill that was passed that you can see just can be uh, turned into uh, just more oppression. So it's just a very dangerous time. And I am just, you know, I just can't think, you know, I, I got to believe that the Supreme court could not allow this stuff to, to go through. I mean, you'd think that they, you know, if it comes to that, that they'd render it unconstitutional, but that, that would be interesting to see as well. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch the Senate, see what happens. I, I do not trust Cornyn at all any further than I can throw him. So um, it's going to be an interesting few weeks. That's all I got to say. Absolutely. Thank you so much, John. Yeah, I don't trust him at all either. I have him. I do not reelect list. We have a long time with him because his election was in uh, 2020 during Trump's election. So we have uh, six more years unless people of Texas actually fight to get him removed and impeach him because he's not representing the state of Texas by any means. Neither is Cruz. What, he what just, he it, just, hey, Donnie, what does it take to impeach you know, a senator? What does it take? You know? Please so, well, recall, in Texas, yeah. Texas doesn't have a recall um, issue, but what we can do is uh, press uh, criminal charges against him locally, and that will be the first way to start getting that direction. Okay. But, Shaka, oh, yeah, one more thing, guys. The mainly Another thing is the main elections I care about the most are the sheriff elections. They're going to be the ones to fight for us, protect us from our state and federal governments. Um, so when people are talking about elections, I, I don't really do too much discussing on it. I watched them still one from us. I've, I've watched them do it um, more than just under Trump's administration. I go back and do my research. and I'm looking at all these people getting installed, but I believe the sheriff elections are the most important elections in our nation. And uh, people don't even talk about the sheriff race at all. I also had made some suggestions on some other platforms saying start talking to your firemen who have not been in the, in the industry yet long because some of them don't want to leave because of their retirement. But who doesn't like the firemen? They serve their community. And a lot of times, not necessarily the union ones, but um, but a lot of times they're really truly like they actually care about what's going on with this country. So you guys could definitely talk to those guys and see if they want to run. Um, you know, when we go out and do our tour this year and start talking to people, those people who are out there, we, they all meet. They're already there together. Maybe be able to find the perfect person to protect and represent your county. 
So if you guys paid attention during COVID, a lot of times where they weren't having to be forced to shut down or they weren't forced to wear masks to go to the grocery store, that's because of their sheriff department. Hey, Shaka, did you want to add anything else before we shut it down with the anthem? Um, I wanted to say what you touched on, what you just said. Um, I'm going to say about two weeks, we're going to have a whole show um, talking about the sheriff and um, how important. Um, the biggest, you know, like I said, the most important election is the sheriff election, but it's the most look over election. Uh, people don't care about it, but it's the most important, you know, locally that you can have. Um, that's the only thing that's going to protect your rights to, you know, bear arm, protect yourself and things as such. But we'll get into that. But uh, I'm glad you brought it up because um, I believe a lot of people do need to hear about, you know, just how important the sheriff um, position is as far as when we deal with the Constitution. And a lot of people don't understand that you have a state constitution. So every state has its own constitution as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely give give us a couple of weeks, and hopefully, you know, we can we can come up with something, um, you know, that's more uh, feasible to other folks in different states. Because I know every state constitution is slightly different, but they got similarities, but they're slightly different. So um, I think that'll be a dope show. That's all I wanted to say on that. This was a dope show today as well. Uh, thank you for allowing me to come come on. Um, I'll be looking forward to my Thursdays. So, you know, like I said, <laughs> um, see you next Thursday, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, guys. Thank you so much for being here, John, Luke, beloved, Charlie. Again, Charlie, thank you so much for making this possible for us to have a platform where we can understand and hear each other. It's it's wonderful. Wanderer, Crypto, Robert, Laddie, Gerald, Eric, Joe, Mr. H, Marcus, Lindsay. Sonia, Danielle, Darlene, Amy, and the other people I cannot see you, but I do appreciate y'all so much. We're going to close this anthem down. Close this out in the anthem right now. So God bless you guys. Bye. We hold these truths to be its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations Pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right, it is their duty, to grow off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the constitutionalist with Donnie the Dom, filthy political property, being free.